Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds Skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames And I heard him Record with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verse? This dude is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots. His stocks through the roof. I heard from with that guy. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% reason to Sick and he's spitting fire in mice. Got him out the dryer. He's hot. Found him in Fort Minor with top. But a f***ing nihilist porcupine. He's a He's a fit type. Women want to be with him. Rappers hope he gets eight years in the making. Patiently waiting to blow. Now the record with your notice taking over the globe. He's got a partner in crime. This is equally dope. You won't believe the kind of that comes out of this kid's throat. He's not your everyday on the block. He knows how to work with wood. He's got making his way to the top. He don't think it's a common on his name. People keep asking him, was it? Given that birthday doesn't stand for an act. But no, he's living proof. Let him rock in the booth. He'll get you buzzing quicker than a shot of vodka with juice. juice. Him and his crew are known around as one of the best. Dedicated to what they do and get 100%. Nobody really knows how or why he works so hard It seems like he's never got time Because he writes every note and he writes every line And I've seen him at work when that light goes on in his mind It's like a design is written in his head every time Before he even touches a key or speaks in a rhyme And those other fellas he runs with the kids that he signs Ridiculous, without even trying How do they do it? This is 10% luck, 20% skill 15% concentrated power of will 5% pleasure, 50% Box, like we're like we're play callers in the press box, but when they lined up on fourth and one, you almost thought they were going to try. At least in the beginning, you kind of thought maybe they're trying to draw A&M offsides one more time. Surely they're not going to be idiotic enough to run this same play over and over again. That's not working. I'd rather see him throw it 90 yards down the field in the end zone and not even having a receiver out than I would line up with K.J. and Sanders back there about 19 yards deep and expect to get six inches. Well, well, and, 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 and now let me interject here that 
if Sam had overruled that play and said run a quarterback sneak, that doesn't mean that uh, Enos wouldn't have called every other play. When when, when you right. say he has a right, he just say, hey, no. Hey, coach, not this time. We're going to run a quarterback sneak. You make it, Dan, sure. it's your game again. Yeah. Gone and done it now. You, you, you done you done lost Randy, and you done lost Rick. Guys, you got to really take a look in the mirror when you lose. Drive time sports. I mean, I don't even know if Randy realized how pissed off he was. He texted me when we were giving him a hard time earlier, but I don't know if Randy realized how mad he sounded on the show yesterday. I've never heard him quite so flabbergasted. And that's two days after it happened. Yeah. Imagine how mad he was at the game Saturday. can't imagine. You can't really show your butt in the press box, but you want to. Randy's angry. I love it. I love the passion. That's good to hear. I've never heard Rick disagree with any Razorback strategy ever in the history of ever. No, he is. Uh, he is. everybody is fed up and had enough. And look, I don't care if you're a sixth grade coach or an NFL coach. Everybody knows that a change has to come. Anyway, Kevin Kelly's here. Kevin Kelly dominated high school football in Arkansas, winning nine state titles in 18 years at Pulaski Academy. He's now turning his attention to dominating the airwaves on the zone. He's brought to you by the Little Rock Athletic Club, who's currently building a state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility. Little Rock Athletic Club. No contracts and save 30% off joining fees. All right, we're going to delve into that, among other things. Uh, Coach, welcome. It's good to see you. I'm glad you were able to make it in through this uh, this water falling from the sky. It's been too long. Nowadays, you just don't know. We cancel everything for the rain. I mean, like the fear of rain. I thought I started to call in, like, guys, I don't know if I can make it. Yeah. It's, there's puddles it's on the road. It's rough out there. There's puddles on the road. Yeah. Are y'all still doing the show today? Are y'all still doing it? Do it's we rainy. cancel it? Yeah. Coach, we're inside. Yeah. I know, but getting there. Did Listen. y'all get there? Did y'all make it okay? Yeah, it was it was very it was touch and go. I'm not gonna it's lie. It's treacherous coming down Cantrell Hill. We need some dang rain for a Razorback game. We do. So only half the people will show up and half the people can complain that they saw it in person. Yeah. I hope it pours in, in Oxford this weekend. Arkansas is gonna need all the help they can get. <laughs> that would help us. Maybe a sloppy performance by the uh Rebels will help what us. What the freak are the Razorbacks doing? <laughs> we bunch of idiots. This whole thing is just All right, let's go. It's, we'll, it's, we'll do the red white report uh, in a second. Uh, let's just specific to the fourth and one. And what is happening right now, repeatedly? And now they're shuffling the offensive line. Give me kind of the... the uh, I'll give you 14 different things. I'm going to try to do them quick. One, I don't mind lining up the shotgun. Everybody's like, why are we lining up the shotgun? I don't mind the shotgun, but not that play. Don't run up the middle for six... You know, that's classic. Shotgun, I'm fine with. Let's roll... Let's go a two-by-two two set. Let's roll him out. Let's sprint him out. And KJ, if the guy on the outside on the inside receiver drops with him on the pass route, then run it. If he comes up, dump it over his head. It's easy. I did it for years. College, high school. Nobody ever stops it. It's the dumbest thing ever. And fourth and one is 78% made over the last 20 years by all teams, even the sucky ones. And we can't make a freaking first down. Now, now Arkansas is the 22%. And how about lining up in it and calling timeout? And then rethinking it and walking back. you got to call a timeout for that. Timeouts are important. Take the delay of game. I'd rather him go for it on fourth and six. And like he said, <laughs> Pittman has the ability to stop it. But it should have been stopped in the office two weeks ago. Hey, dumb butt, don't run that anymore. Like, and you don't like, you know, people don't like to be the bad guy. And I'm not going to say who, but somebody told me when they, the day they hired Pittman, I sit in the office with a well thought of college coach that's currently a head coach. I said, what do you think? He was like a nice guy. He said, nicest guy you'll ever meet. Great offensive line coach. Maybe the best in the country. He's not great at the leadership part yet, but he, he maybe he can grow into that. Well, the leadership part dictates that you have to see the big picture. And I'm not calling him out, calling him out. I mean, obviously he's done more than I ever have. But you have to know when to walk in and be the bad guy. Maybe the most important part of leadership isn't getting everybody on the same page and getting them heading the right direction. Hell, a bunch of people can do that. But can you be the bad guy when you need to be a bad guy? First, you have to evaluate it and see that you need to be the bad guy. But you walk into you know, office and you say, hey, dummy, don't do that anymore. Because not only are we losing the team, we're losing the crowd, we're losing the media, we're losing the fans. But that's stupid. You're just, And you have to walk in and say, don't do that again. And inevitably, when you do that, and I've been the ba- I'm a good bad guy, unfortunately. 
You have to walk in and say that, and inevitably they'll say, well, Coach, here's why I like doing it. And, and the only thing I can think of, Eno said this week, if Pittman ever went in there, was, Coach, they'll never think we would do it again. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> argument he had. But then you're like, you don't get, we're not doing it, do you understand? I will take over the offense myself. Before you do that again. You're fired on the spot. You do that again. That's what you have to get to, to not get here. Because then what are we going to do when we lose? We look back at that moment, and here we are, because stupid stands out. Never forget that in your life. Stupid, in the wake of unsuccess, stupid stands out. More than anything else. There's a million reasons we lost that game. With four minutes left in the game, their punt returner, Anaya Smith, had more punt return only yards. Don't count as receiving yards point return yards, then the Razorbacks had total offense. There's a million reasons we lost that game. But stupid stands out, and that was stupid. What did you like better, that fourth down call or when they were in the tight red zone when they ran the the draw? Delayed. Delayed draw. I I like the delay. I mean, if I really have to pick, I like the delayed draw better because it wasn't the same thing. No, then he ran into his own offensive lineman. (laughs) No, 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 no. Either way, it's not good. Those were both dumb. And Enos used to call some good stuff. I mean, like the first time he was here, he's a little better in my opinion. He is now. I think it ruins him. We think go to Alabama, get a guy that was at Alabama. He wasn't that great at Miami. Well, yeah. I mean. We could draw plays out of a hat against Alabama. I mean, when you got Alabama's guy, when he had the guys he had, mm-hmm. think about the receivers he had, the running backs he had, and the quarterback. We could draw pick. We could pick plays out of a hat and be good, right? But you go get Alabama guys, and you come and you don't have our Alabama guys, and you have trouble. Maybe that's it. I I don't know what it is. I don't know if there's an ego thing. And somebody said I was unfortunately I got into the social media and started reading the boards. You know, I read the boards, and I made the mistake of posting one time on Hogville this weekend and i tried to explain it i didn't do what i'm doing now and just kind of just bash but i kind of explained it in a coaching thought kind of way here's things that are wrong with arkansas but when i when i'm sitting there and i'm looking at it and, and i'm thinking through it i'm just like these poor people you know they they have some really good ideas and but for most of them to be able to see this and a coaching staff not what where are we and how much money does that coaching staff make you know, six point five million dollars a year is one hundred thirty thousand dollars a week. One hundred thirty thousand dollars a week, and you won't tell them to quit running the play. I didn't until now. <laughs> I mean, it's not. I mean, we we just see those big numbers and think, oh, that's a lot of money. He's not making. You know, everybody was like, he's not making as much as, much as the other home. SEC. Co- co- <laughs> well, he's not making as much money as the other SEC coaches. Guys, just twenty second in the country. I want to be twenty second in the country then. Yeah. But you're making one hundred thirty thousand dollars a week. And people that make nothing are back here paying tickets and watching you and begging and spending all their money. We had that debate. Too expensive to go. Too expensive not go. Could you just make a smart decision? It doesn't even have to work. Just a smarter one. And the smart one is this. Anything other than what you were doing. You know how they say it's not the crime, it's the cover-up? Yes. It's not the call, it's the explanation that's worse. (laughs) Why did you do that? Because they had five guys on the line. How many fourth and shorts did you have three men up there? Or two guys? They're like, you know what? We're going to drop nine on a fourth and short. Because we're going to outguess them on this one. There's a 1% chance. They're they're going to run Kelly's play and try to throw it to the receiver. So we're going to drop nine and prove them wrong. It's painful. It is painful for people to watch. It's painful for people in Arkansas to watch because they have a passion for the Hogs. It's painful to me to watch because I have a passion for coaching and coaching intelligence and trying to prove people wrong that for 900 years have said we are the stupidest coaches out of all the sports. Hmm. And we go and we try to stamp approval on that every week. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not uh, offended as a fan. You're offended as a guy who's logical and analytical. I'm offended in every single way there is to be offended <laughs> as a fan, coach, person that's played it, person that watches it. Person, talks about, person that talks about it. Yeah. Gosh. I, I thought all, it was. Go if, ahead. If all of us can see it and we've seen it for weeks, how can they not make the change? I because don't understand they, it. There's only one thinking for me. It's got to be that they think they're smarter than everybody else. Like you guys don't get it. You guys don't you know, know what it's like. And I'm like, there are quarterback sneaks being run against loaded boxes all over the world today. I got to think it's Some, they have zero confidence in the center and two guards to get any kind of push whatsoever. For one, They're still running it up the middle. You've got to get a push. No, they went off right tackle well, on the fourth and you've one. got to stop penetration, though, so yeah. the guy doesn't have to bounce. I mean, is this half a yard? Yes. Is that like half a yard? Yeah. That's what she said. You can't get that much? <laughs> right. Yeah. With you. 
Coach, <clears throat> A&M started uh, just bl- coming with the blitz, blitz after blitz after blitz. Once they saw Arkansas couldn't pick it up, what do you do then as a, a play caller to, to stop the blitz? That's a, that's a whole nother deal. I read last week the average times the NFL guys getting the ball out. Tua throws the ball further down the field than anybody, but gets it out the fast. It's his average time to throw from the time the center moves the ball to the time it's out, 2.34 seconds. He also has a guy that runs a 4-2. That helps. Well, that, that's this far. I'm holding my arms up a you know three feet. In a 40, a 4-3-5 and a 4-4-2 is this far. Okay. Okay, so let's let's not All make right. that out like it's 10 yards. All right. But, but, but listen, my, work, my last year at PA... I had the worst struggling offensive line that I'd had in a long, long time. They were small guys. They worked. They were workers. They got after you. I love them. But I could, we couldn't throw passes further than 18 yards down the field. We had to have the ball out in 2.5. So you know what we did? We did three things. One, I designed plays that would come out in less than 2.5 seconds most of the time. Two, I engineered my quarterbacks to think probably you look at the defense and go, look, I don't want to commit to this guy before the ball snapped. But based on the way they're aligned, there's the hole that guy's running to. That's probably it. So he would say, set hut, catch the ball, start the throw. If it wasn't open, he would pull it down and go to the next guy. And then that, are, that served as a great pump fake, which made that guy even more open on the second one. But we, if he was right, and I taught him to be right at least 75% of the time, the ball was out immediately. Okay? That's two. Number three do different things to make them slow down. Like, if they want to blitz and that's how they're getting the pressure, they didn't have to blitz us. But So we just had a couple of better plays but and, and, and educate the quarterback. But if they want to blitz, it's not hard. I loved it when team blitzes. We're going to throw play action screens. We're going to throw motion screens. We're going to throw throwback screens. We're going to do line, We're going to do stuff where we move the line one way and go the other way. We're going to run jet sweeps, which are great against that. You have to end up guessing. What drove me crazy was one of the things I read that was said by the coaching staff. was like, well, every time we wanted to go to that side, they blitzed us. How could they know to blitz to that side? Unless, A, they saw something on film, and B, how could you not figure that out in the game and use that against them. You throw into a blitz. Throw a slant behind it. Throw a screen into it. There's 97,000 ways to beat a blitz. Well, maybe they're, they're, in my head there are. Maybe there's one for them. Maybe they could find one. That'd be cool. Just find one. There. Can we just find something? Yeah. Let me get this call in here, and then we'll do the uh, red-white report officially, although we're kind of diving in on it already. Apologies. My, I love it. I love your passion. I'm going to put you and Randy back-to-back. I'm going to send it up to the hill and tell them, look what you guys are doing to my people here. Mike, what's up? <laughs> Hey, man, uh, how do we get that guy up on the hill? I mean, for one thing, everybody knows fourth and one. Get up under the center and push the damn quarterback across eight inches. <laughs> you don't get the ball way back there in, 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 in the shotgun. That's that's over with. They, like you said, they, if they do that again, they need to fire him. Uh, and this guy knows what he's talking about. I'm sitting there listening to it going, where the hell has he been all this time? Where have you been? Send him up there to Pittman. Let him listen well, to it. Well, Bill Belichick listens to him. I think to- I think they could send all of us up there when there's a fourth and one and we can make the right call. Christian, what do you think they should do on fourth and one? I think they should be Snake. Okay, Wes? Snake. Coach? <clears throat> okay. Run pass option, spread out. Okay. Uh, I, I want to make more than one. And my answer is the same as Randy Rainwater's. Anything else? Anything else is good. Yeah. Don't do the same thing. I want thing. more than one. When they think you're going to get one, that's when you hit them for more. That's what I was saying. I'm like, yeah, let's throw it 90 but yards, but with a receiver. But a high percentage right. more than one. Exactly. Not a low. Not, not throw a bomb. Not the miracle mark them. No. Part two. No. Three. Let, it, let them come in and just dump it over the top of them. That's exactly. like the one where they throw it in the end zone. Mike. And, and KJ jumped up, hit the tight end, coming across the middle. Mike, have you ever been paid as an offensive coordinator? Sir? Have you ever been paid to be an offensive coordinator? No. I haven't either, but we know this. We ha- I haven't either, but we all know this. This is pretty basic stuff. And I, and I don't get paid a million a year. Yeah. And I don't, here's the thing, too. I don't know what it takes to be a brain surgeon. I'm guessing it's probably not the easiest work. This is not that. No, this, this is, is not, not that. I'm telling you, when you do it week after week after week, we get tired of seeing it. We keep hollering. You got a 250-pound quarterback. Put his ass up under center and push him forward for six inches. Listen, I don't care if your quarterback weighs a buck oh eight. There's no excuse for what they're doing right now. Mike, thank you for the call. Thank you. Tell him he can go up there any day. Yeah. Hey, you. Go up there. <laughs> Thanks you. I Thanks. appreciate it, Mike. Thanks, Thank Mike. You, Mike. Thank you very much. By the way, Randy Rainwater is worried about you. He's going to bring you a Sonic and try to cool you off a little bit.
He's concerned about you. I'm like, Randy, it sounds just like you did yesterday. We talked yeah, about Yeah, Randy, I heard you, buddy. Yeah. 19 yards back, at least I admit, is only five. I mean, Rick's heart rate <laughs> got above 60. I mean, he was wound up. I was up. worried about Rick. I wasn't worried about Randy. I've heard Randy get passionate before. But Rick, when Rick gets wild. Yeah, when Rick, when Rick is anti or upset or frustrated, you're in bad shape. Like I said, you've lost middle America. If he was mad, I'd just quit. If I heard Rick was against me, I think I'd quit. I'd yeah. just quit whatever. Like, I know. I'm you're you're failing at life. You pull a whistle, mister, on you? Yeah. That's, well, that's when you piss him off. He's not that mad. He's just frustrated. He's had enough. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. This clip by K.J. Jefferson that Christian put in the system is titled KJ on Offensive Struggles. And boy, I tell you what, I'd pay a lot of money to click this button and him to come out and say, i got to be honest, guys, I just want to run it on fourth and short. I want to sneak it. But he's not going to say that. I'm guessing. That's, uh, that's pretty frustrating at times, of course. I mean, just knowing that uh, we have some uh, a lot of uh, talent on the offensive side of the ball, and when things not going our way, it kind of gets frustrating at times. But, I mean... It's football. I mean, it, it's it's a roller coaster. I mean, so we want, the main thing we want to try to take control of the roller coaster and stay level headed, stay neutral, make sure we bring everybody close together, and just stay together is the main part when we hit adverse situations. Uh, just coming together as a team and bonding as one. So on the offensive side, I mean, it do get frustrating at times, but as long as we keep our heads and keep uh keep chopping away, I mean, it's going to eventually start falling in our favor. You can't get a hold of a roller coaster. I've been on roller coasters. They're out of control. It, it would be hard to stop. You can't do it. You can't do it. I've been in. I've been on a roller coaster. I've been in a roller coaster relationship. It's there's no control in it. It just does its own thing. You need to get on a different ride, bud. You need to get in the teacups. Well, what happens if you're in the middle of the roller coaster and it's not stopping? Hmm. Sucks for you. That's get a hold we, of that's it. That's where we are. Yeah. Emergency brake. Do they have emergency brakes like they do on trains? No. Oh, Unfortunately, we're in trouble. I think if you throw up, though, they'll stop it normally. Uh, KJ. And uh, the offense trying to find some answers again. I don't know if they're grasping at straws or truly plugging the holes, but we're going to find out. Taking my years off and watching college and pro football, the one thing I think they're missing more than a good play caller, and that's not Arkansas. I mean, everybody. A a good play caller is the great equalizer of talent. But the one thing they all need is a quarterback whisperer. That's where they need me. I'm offering my services you just have to give me enough to live on for a while till the rest of the season. I'm the quarterback whisperer. I'll get KJ to get rid of the ball quicker. I'll teach him to see things faster within their offense and get the ball out and not take sacks, sacks, kill, drives. You sent me the stats the other day. It's insane how much a sack ruins your your possibility of getting points. Insane. Um, I don't know if it's going to help him or not, but KJ's going to have a little different perspective this week. At least he's looking at a different butt, snapping him the ball in shotgun on fourth and short. Patrick, it's been good. I'm, uh, we made a couple of adjustments uh, up front, and um, those guys have handled it well. The main thing is being able to uh, make sure uh, PK is uh, building confidence, uh, getting his confidence level up each and every day, uh, him getting back at center and making sure he's on the right um, – everybody's on the right page as far as communication with him and me telling him uh, just, you know what I'm saying, take it one play at a time, start with the snap first, and then just let your confidence build up and just let your instincts take over at that point. So, I mean, he's been doing a really good job. The guys around him have been positive, giving him positive feedback to make sure his uh, confidence level is uh, going through the roof. So, it's been so good so far. Okay, so good so far. Yes? Coach, you know a lot of random stats with football. Um, how long did KJ have on average to throw? Now, now, I didn't look that up, but it was a lot longer than Tua had. Last week when he threw for 5 million yards and 70 points, the mm-hmm. week before last. Mm-hmm. So, now, what, 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 they're, what, what he's doing, to, to your point, is everybody's like the offensive line is, is a problem. And I'm not saying it's not part of the problem, but mm-hmm. I am saying any time the quarterback gets sacked, it's a three-pronged problem. It is the play that is called, didn't often match mm-hmm. what was coming, or you didn't teach the quarterback to check out of that. It was the offensive line, obviously, if you block for five seconds, everybody, you've got, it doesn't matter what they do, but they didn't block long enough, and the quarterback didn't get it out soon enough. It's a three-pronged problem, no matter how you look at it. It always will be. Every, there's occasionally an exception to that. But he has to know. He thinks right now, and he's, it's not his fault. The coaches have to get him out of this habit. He thinks he can always escape. 
He thinks he can always move his feet around and find the next guy. He thinks he's always strong enough where they can, because he's done it a million times, mm-hmm. where the big guy hits him and he runs out of it sometimes. And he's allowed to think that. And sometimes he's right, but sometimes he's wrong. And believe me, if you go, would you take a quarterback that could 50-50 get out of a defensive end hitting him broadside and he doesn't go down and ends up making a play out of it? Would you take that? No, I would not. Hey, it's like a jump ball, a 50-50 ball. I don't take those either. Ten touchdowns and ten interceptions are not equal. Uh, Getting out of a sack and allowing a sack are not equal because a sack is a drive killer. Getting out of one is not a touchdown maker. That's very good. Let's take some calls here. 661-1037. Got a few people who want to weigh in. Tony's in Texas. Tony, welcome. What's up? Hey, how y'all doing? Good, buddy. You you need to calm down a little bit. No, you don't. (laughs) All right, I've got a a question. I don't remember if it's a question Carolina or Kent State. KJ finally ran up the middle and plowed over a guy with his shoulder, went right into the ground, got up, shaking his head. Is KJ hurt? Is that why he's not going under center and running these sneaks? Because he has not ran very much at all since that play. Well, he's the run entire season. He hasn't ran very much. No, he's run a Is bunch. He hurt where yeah. he cannot get underneath center and do that quarterback sneak. He's running a bunch, and sometimes for his life. Yeah, but he's not. He's not as aggressive as he normally has been every other year. Is that? The offense, what they're teaching him, or is he just hurt? I think they, they tried for two weeks to make him a pocket passer, then realized he's not. He's been running quite a bit more than last year. Tells you he ran a lot. Well, he has never <clears throat> been a pocket passer. No, he, he never will be. We can agree with that. There and was they, that one LSU play where it looked like he could have made it to the end zone and he decided to run out of bounds. Well, he's that also got people time. in his ear saying quit taking abuse probably yeah, too, right? the only time, yeah. Well, yes, but that's, you know, that's not what he does and that's not what he has, has ever done. But, I'm, I mean, I recall that play... I don't remember which game it was. He fouled over some guy, went right into the ground. It was kind of kind of had his shoulder down, and ever since then, he, they have not run a quarterback sneak. Yeah, I, the quarterback sneak. Well, I mean, I don't, they I run don't a sneak know. I'm trying to, I, yeah, I don't find that to I'm be a particularly. To get some sort of sense I'm or some sort of you. understanding of what they're doing. Okay, thanks, Tony. <laughs> I don't find the quarterback sneak to be particularly stressful on a shoulder, so I don't think that that's the issue. He's at not all. going to take a big hit. No, the run. I mean, that's probably safer than anything else he's doing running downfield. Larry, what's up? What's going on, guys? Beautiful rainy day. Glad we sat finally at Lord's blessing us full of rain for a change. Uh, just out of some of this uh, dryness we got, but Coach Kelly. When he was looking for an offensive coordinator, did he reach out to you? No, absolutely. You know, they're not going to do that. But I did reach out to him. (laughs) Well, I I wish he would have hit and just uh, brought you up there and get you somewhere up there and get your insight because with what you're saying, I believe this team could at the worst have only one loss at this point. Hmm. You know, and I know they were close on a couple of games, but of course using hand grenades. I'm yeah. just saying. Probably could have beat BYU. With, with what they were doing at the beginning of the season, they should have been blowing those first two teams out, and they struggled. And, 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 and you know, it's very, very frustrating. I'm afraid that the writing is on the wall. I'm afraid this is probably going to be his uh, adios at the end of the year. Wow. So, uh, hopefully, hopefully when, uh, whenever they bring in the new one, Coach Kelly, I'm hoping maybe somebody will be looking you up because you are an offensive genius, my man. You, you think it's going to be it's going to be Coach Pittman's last year or Enos's last year? Uh, both. Oh wow. Okay. Jeez. That's, that's I rough. I, yeah. I, Would I, I, you I, accept the job right now? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. But but the, I mean, honestly, they need to bring me in as a consultant, and I say they need to. I would look at it. I would look for help. You know, but that's that's what coaches do. Let's be honest, males. We don't like to ask for help. Coaches really don't like to ask for help, and especially when you're losing, they don't like to. Because then if it works, everybody's like, well, well, he brought that guy in. Nobody cares. They just want you to win. No doubt. Jimmy gave up. Jimmy's so frustrated. James gave up. He's so mad. Jake's Jake's there. I can always count on Jake. What's up, Jake? Hey, what's going on, Justin, uh, Christian, everybody? Coach, I you know... I've been listening to you, and I respect the hell out of you, yeah. first of all, for okay. your football knowledge and everything you have yeah. brought to the game. But. I, and that other caller brought up something that <laughs> I, I, I can't believe I hadn't thought of first. Has Have you thought about trying to coach on the Hill? Like on, I, I heard what you said about being the quarterback whisperer and going up there and doing that thing. I'm talking about coaching on the Hill. 
Well, that's not up is to that, me. Is, that, is that's that, a, that's is that a, something? That's the second best is, fantasy goal to the Patriots, probably. Right. Okay, I got, I got, I got you, and, and and that's cool, man. That's cool. Uh, I I just say it because <clears throat> you're so good with analytics. You're so good with play calling. You're so good with knowing just the minute things of football that no one else thinks about. Uh, you know, for, uh, I'll, I'll be honest. Our first high school, whatever you want to call it, coach, didn't work out. That was not you, okay? I, I believe I'd have a lot, a lot more faith in you going up there and running the show than, than well, the joke we had last time. Coach Kelly's so, the, he's the backup I, quarterback at this point. Everybody's better than the, well, the yeah. guy that got in there now. Coach, you got my vote. And look, I love Sam, man. I, I want him to succeed. We all do. But this stubbornness, it's just... It, it, it's getting beyond ridiculous. Yeah, I Thanks, did, and, and so, I do anyway. Appreciate it. No, thank you. That was super mm-hmm. nice. I, I want them to succeed too. I mean, the state's a better place to live in. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. When they're but right. yeah. but but I want them to get help. And you know, I mean, I think there's a lot of guys that could help them. I think I just think I'm one of them. Like just helping out with the quarterback, helping with the play calling. But that that said. There's a million guys out there that can help, and the smart ones, when you're in trouble, and I don't mean in trouble with his job. Sam's not in trouble with his job, I don't think. But the smart ones go find help when they need it. They don't wait till seven more games in the year's over with to try to resuscitate, you know, a, a, a bludgeoned pig that's going down early. Uh, I went back and looked at the math. KJ's averaging nine and a half carries per game, true carries when you take away from the sacks this year. Last year, it was at 12. So it's roughly two and a half carries less. Consider the fact the first two games, yeah, they pulled back the reins and did not want him running and didn't call any place for him to run. I'd say it's pretty even the amount of times he's running this year versus last year. But, Aaron, real quick, go ahead. Hey, yeah, I think the O-line's the main, main blame for this. Can't blame KJ that much. I mean, most of the sacks that we got were not covered sacks. He just got hit quickly every time almost he got sacked or hurried. He wasn't holding the ball that long. A few times, yes, but mostly no. Um, where was the bootleg, you know, move the guy out of the pocket and, and try to create a play or two? We did none of that, and we got sacked and sacked and sacked. I mean, over and over. you got to blame the 100% coaching at this point, in my opinion. KJ can do it as best he can, but um, you get sacked or hit in two seconds or three seconds every almost every play, mm-hmm. it's not your fault you're getting sacked. You're not trying to knock I mean, what are you supposed to do? It's not your fault. That is the so theme the, today. The, the blame KJ is kind of ridiculous. I mean, he's a little bit, but 95% poor coaching and poor play calling. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate it. Coach, was it strange versus LSU? It was a bunch of quick passes, rolling the pocket out this week against A&M? They didn't do it as much. That's what, that's what the weird part was. To avoid the A&M rush, they had a better plan, and they went with it. But what happens is this, and, and, and I, I, just like everybody else, I, I, was, I, was, I was susceptible to this. You try it one time, and if you accidentally roll into the blitz, or they guess right, or they've got you scheme for whatever reason, it ends up in a sack, you're like, I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. You don't realize it was a coincidence, that play. I mean, every play, just because it didn't work once doesn't mean it's not a good play. Just because it did work once doesn't mean it's a good play. But they roll into a sack, and all of a sudden, you're not, I'm not doing that anymore. To answer Christian's question real quick while ago, I have found I've got a call in or I've got a text in Christian to a buddy of mine owns an analytics company, and I've asked him about college times to throws because they've got NFLs, but you can't find it online right now. I've looked just I spent the last five minutes searching, can't find it, but I'll try to get it for you. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. Sports Center. Arkansas basketball's annual red-white game is tonight. Tip-off is set for 6.30. There will be no live stream for the event. Tickets are not required and seating will be on a first-come, first-served basis. Rosters are subject to change during the game, but Red Team will have L. Ellis, Devo Davis, Joseph Pinion, Dina J. Harris, Chandler Lawson, Jalen Graham, and Walton Blake. The White Team will have Keon Minifield, who is ineligible this year, Layden Blocker, Khalif Battle, Tremont Mark, Jeremiah Davenport, Bay Fall, Makai Mitchell, and Kate Argabast. And all game twos of the Major League Baseball wildcard round will get underway today. The Rangers are up 1-0 on the Rays. The Twins are up 1-0 on the Blue Jays. The Diamondbacks are up 1-0 on the Brewers. And the Phillies are in front of the Marlins 1-0. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. 
Hunter's Refuge in Whitehall is having a massive hunting sale Wednesday through Saturday. Great deals on rifles and muzzleloaders. Select scopes up to 40% off. Hunting clothes, guns, blinds, accessories are on sale. Save up to 75% off casual clothing and shoes. Enter and store at Hunter's Refuge to win prizes, including a Vortex Experience trip. Hunter's. Scope out the goods at Hunter'sRefuge.com. Hunter's Refuge Hunting Sale, Wednesday through Saturday, presented in part by Drake Waterfowl. Pickleball, one of the fastest growing games in the country. The Little Rock Athletic Club is currently building a state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility that will open in the early part of 2024. Play pickleball indoors and be free from the heat, cold, wind, sun, rain, and insects. Pickleball at the Little Rock Athletic Club will have observation areas, lounge areas, flat screens. It is a family-friendly facility. Join the Little Rock Athletic Club today and save 30% off joining fees with no monthly contracts. LRAC.com for more information. That's LRAC.com. The Little Rock Athletic Club. Fellas, Clint Sterner here. Let me get your attention real quick, man. If you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. What's that mean? If you want to get back to feeling your best, you need to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center ASAP. It's quick, it's easy, and now it's convenient. Low T Center offers monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center got you. They'll ship your treatments directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's healthcare. Some people are born for more. More fun. More freedom. More excitement. Some people are born and see the future before it's here. They see the GB70 for its best in class and top rating by Edmonds. They see the G90, Motor Trends Car of the Year. What were you born for? The all new Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury. Day. Too busy to call into the show? Text us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037 or message us on the Asher Record Live fan feedback. Now, back to the zone. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So 11.42 in the zone, and we're going to have a short segment here to play catch-up. We went a little long there because Coach got wound up, but I love it. I love the passion. It's great to hear, and I think, again, he speaks for a lot of the fans out there. They're frustrated. They're tired of seeing the same old thing. Let me get the duffer in here who already hung up, all right? 661-1037, some Asher Record Live fan feedback. Donnie says, Landon Leach said last night that K.J. had the most time to throw out of all the SEC quarterbacks last week, according to some report he always looks at, and he explained it. Okay. Uh, Feral Hog says, have you guys noticed K.J.'s had some struggles after the BYU game last year? It was a play towards the end of the game, and he did what looked like a suicide dive during the play. Don't recall that. Such a dominating win. Johnny says, Coach Kelly is super pissed. Um, a Coach Kelly that is super pissed at the Razorback coaching staff is one of is the best radio this station has produced in some time. Great work finding and developing this talent. Randy and Rick got the message. Put the rest of the staff on notice. Love the show. Thanks, Johnny. That was pretty good stuff, Coach. Uh, I'm glad to hear someone with experience say there's a hundred different ways to beat the blitz and to get the ball out of the quarterback's hand quicker. Helps the line out and the playmakers to make plays. Tough watching, but still a hog fan lifer. Coach, you're resonating with the fan base. Coach, uh, last week, second half, Arkansas brought the blitz. They changed their game plan. Uh, we even talked to Zach Williams yesterday, and he said, yeah, that was uh, something they said at the half. We're going to change this up. We're, gonna, we're coming at them. And they did. It worked. Uh, I think A&M had uh, one field goal, and they had a, a second field goal that they missed. Is that a solution for this defense in the poor <clears throat> secondary play at times? When in doubt, blitz. Every quarterback, you know, there was something that came out last week, this week on the NFL quarterbacks. They showed which ones are the best against the blitz and whatever, whatever, whatever. Every single quarterback for the last two years, at the end of the year, they can have a game where the plays worked and they were better against the blitz than average. Every single quarterback in the NFL, the greatest guys walking the planet to play the game of football, are worse against the blitz. Every single one of them at the end of the year, they're all worse. Pick your spots, and when you're not sure about what to do, blitz. If what you're doing on defense is not working, blitz. Quarterbacks panic. Offensive coordinators panic. Everybody panics when there's a blitz, and especially if you just get there once. Even if you don't get there again, he's hurrying his throw. He's, if you hit a quarterback, mm-hmm. Tom Brady's the best player that's ever played the game at quarterback. He is the GOAT. He has stats. When he got just hit and not sacked, because he got the ball out. When he just got hit, he was worse for the rest of the game if he got hit three times in like the first quarter. I saw a stat today 
Patrick Mahomes is off the charts when it comes to success against the Blitz. He's better than everybody else, and it's not close. The Vikings are blitzing more than any other team in the NFL. They play each other this week. So if you want a microcosm of what we're talking about, let's see how it goes this week with a team that comes at him a bunch, and let's see how they deal with it. Because, obviously, he's a little bit different than most guys, admittedly, but right. still. Uh, DK, what's up? Fellas, fellas, uh, I know Navy Mike somewhere grinning. Oh, uh, Coach, explain this one to me, because uh, Wesley and a bunch of the other other callers, you know, they was calling in last year, year before last, singing similar songs about the offense struggling in the red zone, not getting the push on fourth and one with a different play caller. Now we got a different play caller, and we got pretty much the same results. So can you tell me what's the common denominator uh, now that we got a different play caller, but we're still getting similar results? I didn't complain Thanks. about the results last year, DK. Thank you. We complained about some of the play calls last year. He said me. Well, I'm saying people did. Mm. People didn't complain about it. You didn't complain about that. You didn't complain about the results. You complained about the play calls. There were some crazy play calls. You don't run a tight end sneak. No one uh, does that. Well, my, my complaint is the offensive line's not getting a push. They didn't last year. Red zone, you want to run the ball. I, I, I want to see a team that can get a push and run the ball. They couldn't do it. They can't do it this I year. don't want to ask. Our, uh, let's say they can't. Let's say it's physically impossible. There's, there's two. Look, if a kid on a field doesn't do something... And this is when in 2005 when I figured this out. People like, what, "What's the greatest uh, your greatest reason to be successful?" At PA 2005 playoff game when we asked a kid to do something he couldn't physically do, and I'm like, I got in the locker room and half time I'm like, "We're idiots." We asked that kid to guard that kid man to man. He can't do it. We're yelling at the kid because he didn't change his hips fast enough. He couldn't guard that kid if he if he had to. Gun to his parents' head, you know. And but when we ask somebody to do something they can't do, that's bad coaching. And when we ask somebody to do something they can do and they don't do it, well, it's our job to get him to do it if he physically can. That's bad coaching. If they can't get a push, let's not ask him to get a push. Maybe physically, and that may be our fault in the weight room and the offseason or picking guys, whatever. Maybe he can't. Well, then let's try something else. Let's not ask these people to do things they cannot do. Right. And it's like asking, I mean, I mean, it's like asking the tight end to do the quarterback sneak last year. Well, I'm pretty sure he was physically inept at doing that because he hadn't practiced it. He might be able to at some point, but he obviously they didn't give enough time to practice in doing it, so he either couldn't do it or didn't. I don't know that our line can get a push on fourth and yeah. one. Maybe the guys are bigger, faster, and stronger. That's fine. So were they every time at PA, and we made a lot of freaking fourth and ones. And I'm not comparing necessarily college to high school, but football is football. And of this, if you asked your guys to do something they can't do, then you're an idiot, and they can't because you're not going to be successful. I meant to mention this earlier in the week, but Washington, the Commanders, ran a tight end sneak on Sunday. Okay, and it worked. How about that? But their tight end is Logan Thomas, who used to be they a quarterback. played quarterback at Virginia Tech and a very good. One. That's the thing. If you brought in AJ Derby and, and ran a quarterback yeah. sneak with him, I wouldn't have had a problem with it. But I'm pretty sure that Trey Knox had never played quarterback before, and it was yeah. very awkward and it didn't work. And part of it was, yeah, they didn't get a great push. No, up what front. they should have done with that is, I'd love to see. I'd love to see this. Put the quarterback in, uh, or put the tight end under center. Snap it to the quarterback between his legs, not the tight end. Through the guy's legs. You've seen that trick play before, just where they snap it and they run something off tackle or something. Everybody's thinking they're diving on the quarterback sneak. And then all of a sudden, when they snap it, he loops through the middle of the line. Nobody pays attention to him because we're running this way, and we run a little throwback to the tight end that just went through a gap that was lined up at quarterback that's not really the quarterback. Because you know who guards the quarterback out of the backfield? Nobody. You you have had way too much time off to think about crap. Uh, this may be the nicest thing that's ever been said about you, Coach. This person says on our uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line, I hate private schools, but I love Coach Kelly. That's pretty high praise, yes. buddy. Made my day. I'll be on, I'm going to be on a plane in four hours, and I'll be bathing in that one right there. Thank you. That's very nice. I'm going to tell my wife somebody said that, too. You should. I'm sure she's listening. Hi, Dana. We're back in a second. Adding the price of ribeyes per pound, the potatoes, salad, drinks, then the charcoal. What are you doing, Hope? And what's with the calculator? Oh, hey, Courtney. Trying to add up the cost of throwing a cookout. Why would you go through all of that when you could just go to the butcher shop instead? Wait, what? Now, that's a great idea because by the time I buy everything at the store, I could have just gone to the butcher shop instead and saved money. Not to mention all that messy cleanup you won't have to do now. So for your next gathering, let the butcher shop steakhouse do all the cooking on their 
huge charcoal grill. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. When you're in the market for a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram, we hope you give us a chance to earn your business. Here's some things to consider. Fletcher Dodge has been family-owned dealer here in Sherwood for over 25 years. We know how to take care of our customers to keep them coming back. Every Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealer pays the same price for their vehicles. It's the dealer that makes the difference. We'll give you the best deal up front. No haggling, no arguing. We make it easy to buy a new vehicle. And we'll pay you more for your trade-in. Compare our deal to anybody's and you'll buy from us. Come see us today for the deal of a lifetime on new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. At Frank Fletcher Dodge, you'll always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. We want to be your dealer for life. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for and we'll make you a deal. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Tito's Handmade Vodka presents the 2023 103.7 The Buzz Fall Golf Tournament Tuesday, October 10th at the Burns Park Golf Course. Register your four-person team at 1037thebuzz.com. Brought to you in part by Double B's and Cellular Data Solutions. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. You're back in the zone with Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore, Central Arkansas's only midday sports talk show. People dream high in the quiet of the night, you know that I caught it. Bad, bad boy, sunny toy with a price, you know that I bought it. Killing me so out the window, always waiting for you to be waiting below. Devils roll the dice, angels roll their eyes, what doesn't kill me makes me want you more. Got a good deal for you right now, $100 or uh, uh, savings, great savings off select set of tires at Big O Tires. Go to BigOtires.com slash deals to see all the deals. They got all the name brand tires, plus they have the Big O Tire. Big O Tires does more than just tires, though. They'll work on your car. They got mechanics there ready to help you out. They can do oil changes, brakes, alignment, a lot of things at Big O Tires. Cabot and Conway, two great locations. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider and Cabot. It's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. Go check out our friends at Big O Tires, the team we trust. This is Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. He made her. Hmm. It's 11.55. Second hour almost in the books. Uh, I've got some uh, sound from K.J. Jefferson talking to uh, some of his supporters, and we will let you listen in on that. 
to start the third hour, so don't go anywhere. You want to definitely catch that. It is some uh, very intense stuff. Very intense stuff. Don's in Little Rock. Don, welcome. Hey, you know, I hope K.J. Jefferson has a great game down in Mississippi, his home state. I, I hope the players and the coaching staff want to win this game badly. And uh, it would be an awesome thing if they could figure out a way to do it. It looks like the probably the odds are probably against them. You know, I don't know if the uh, guys could uh, on the hill. Can you bring back former players and have them talk to some of the team like a, like a Dan Hampton? Can you bring a Dan Hampton in and for a few days and let him talk to the defensive uh, line? Or can you bring in a Darren McFadden or something like that to do a little coaching, a little pep rally or something like that? That, that might be something they might consider. You know, I, I'm curious about Coach Kelly, though. Uh, Coach, did, I don't know how things – why are you not still at the Patriots? And and beyond that, why are you not still at the – I think some South Carolina team you went to for a moment or two. Uh, what happened in those locations? Uh, South Carolina, I resigned. I uh, didn't like the way things were going. I didn't do a good job there. Don't get me wrong. I did a bad job. Uh, learned a lot from there. Went to the Patriots. Uh, and uh, the biggest, uh, the, the number one thing was I wasn't going to be able to see my daughter graduate high school. And as a coach, I've missed so many performances, dance plays, this kind of stuff. I wasn't going to miss it again, and that wasn't an option for me, so I called it. And that was a fantasy job, but I will say this. I learned uh, as much of those two years as I learned the last 10 coaching in high school, but not because of that, because I knew how to look at the things differently and stuff. But that's where it is. Hey, I bet you it's pretty tough coaching up there on Belichick's property. I imagine, and for the Patriots, uh, was what was that experience like? Uh, fantastic. I walked in wanting to learn, wanting to learn every day, and and I did learn a lot every single day. And uh, you know, I like it because it's a business approach. I've been in a couple of NFL buildings before, man. It's different in there. It's, it's it's a lot different. They're not having a great year this year. Uh, last year was a little bit down for them, but I've got no no doubt that they'll that they'll uh, pick it back up. I hated, I loved watching my two favorite team, the Cowboys and the Patriots, play last week, and the, the, it was win win for me because somebody was going to win. But I wanted to be a little closer than that. Yeah, it would have been nice. Uh, Don, we got to run. I appreciate your call, sir. Hey, you bet. You have a great day. Get in the zone. All right, <laughs> Christian. I think that's going to be a liner. Let's let's get it on. I like that. And the thing is, look, you know, the guy who was complaining, you know, uh, sensitive Sally earlier was mad because we gave Brent a hard time for saying Arkansas should leave the SEC so they can win a few more ball games. <laughs> well, that's what you get. But when you get a great call, we tip our cap. I mean, come on. And this is not a – we don't do participation trophies in the zone. you got to earn it. And that was a kick-butt call right there. And he capped it off, put a little cherry on top. Boom. Coming up. K.J. Jefferson gets a speaking to by one of his closest friends. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, 